Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Monday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, let's do the get to know question. And Eddie, I'm going to go to you first. Come on. And we'll go all the way around the room. What is your favorite quality about yourself and your least favorite quality about yourself? Ooh. This is a tough one. It is. I would say that my favorite quality of myself is that I'm able to I'm able to have fun wherever I go. That's that is absolutely true. Like I can find fun. Mm-hmm. If there's fun to be had, I can find it and we're going to have fun. Okay. I think the worst quality of myself probably when I when I drive and I have the road rage. I I mean I, I'm not a road rager. I just get angry at other drivers. You and, are a road rager and you do get angry at other drivers, so that's road rage. Yes. <laughs> You don't, I don't pull really, a gun or anything. I don't act on it, but I do get upset with other drivers. I'd well, like to change that. Lunchbox, get to know you. Your favorite quality about yourself and your least favorite quality about yourself. Oh, my favorite quality about myself is I'm the center of attention, life of the party. Everybody loves me. Uh, prom king that tells you that I'm very likable and people like to be around me. I have this aura about me. It's like, man, people gravitate <laughs> towards me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And your least favorite? Uh, I would say impatience. I don't have patience for anything. I don't have patience for stupid people. I don't have patience for just anything. I am very impatient. Like if I but miss- are you ever stupid? Oh, sometimes like I misplace my keys. All you know? No, what I, mean? I mean like you're like stupid people. But do you ever do things that people would also say you're stupid? No. Okay. No. Uh, Amy, favorite quality and least favorite quality. It's funny Lunchbox said impatience because I think right now I would say it probably changes. But I'm very proud of my my patience. I. I'm incredibly patient lately, and that's taken a lot of work, especially being a mom and different things. So I'm proud of that. And my least right now would be my attention span. Hmm. Right now or forever? For, well, like it's been a while. You've had that problem <laughs> for forever. Yeah. yeah, I've had I've had ADHD my whole life, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. Or at least since I Squirrel. hit, hit my head. Butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> When I hit my head when oh. I was eight, maybe that's when it came. Probably not. That probably wasn't it. Probably, no, I. Yeah. It's probably just natural. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. 
Okay. I'm glad that you talk about it openly. Yeah, um, there's uh, no shame in that. I just... You keep shaming it. <laughs> there is no shame. I actually, it probably We don't ser- think it's a big deal. We're like, it's okay, not. that's cool. It probably serves me well in other areas. Okay, there you go. Go ahead. Love it. Uh, favorite quality, probably, I think I'm extremely open-minded and not very judgmental about people's circumstances. And I feel like I don't judge you. Do your deal. Just don't hurt any kids or dogs. Be good. I'll that's judge you. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then I think my worst is that I think I, I, I'm always right. Mm. And if I'm not, I'm about to be right. I'm about to figure it out and be right. And so yeah. let's go. I will go to war. Even if I know I'm wrong, I'll still go to war that I'm right. That- You've been like that your whole life. It's huh? not It's not even that I think I'm right. Sometimes I know I'm wrong. Right. Right. So but, I'm when, gonna be, but I'm going to win. <laughs> when did you become aware of that? Have the awareness that you were doing that? Forever. Oh, you've known the whole time? Okay. Yeah. Well, he knows when he's wrong. Yeah. And so, he's saying he's and right. And I still dig in. I'm like, I'm still going anyway. Right. Like, there's got to be a way I can make this right. Like, how can I bend time and space to make this right? Dang. Semantics, even. That's off, crazy, off. man. Yeah. What's crazy? Just that. That whole... Th- like, you're going to die like, on a hill. This like, night. I don't think I'm a know-it-all, but I think I know a lot. And then when I don't get it right, I know I don't know it. But I'm not telling you guys I don't know it. Right. I don't know it all, but I think I'm going to know how to trick you guys into thinking I'm right. <laughs> yeah. Have <laughs> you talked to your therapist about that one? That's an interesting one. And also you being aware. Like, I do think there is a thing to be said that you are aware of it. That's, oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's sociopathic almost. But he knows he's aware of it because he's wrong. Like, and Yeah, he, there are times I'm wrong and yeah, I know I'm wrong. Yeah, like, right. I'm, I'm digging in, baby. I know, but you're at a place where you can actually, like, say it out loud that you know it's something that you do. And I would say it more, but I don't want you guys it. to know that I know I'm wrong sometimes. But, oh, hey, we, we've known we already we've know known. this. Nah, you don't. You <laughs> okay. think I'm right all the time. Okay, so that's fine. Thank you. There we go. Let's open the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife and I are having a debate on what to name our first child. I'm worried he will outgrow the name my wife has picked. My wife really wants him to have a cute name and wants to name him Braxley. I want to give our son a name that will work as an adult, not just when he's a baby. I love the name Theodore. Instead, we can compromise and call him Teddy. She doesn't like that either. I feel like the name Braxley is trendy and will feel dated by the time he's an adult. Any advice? Signed, first time dad. My first piece of advice is don't name him Braxley. Really? What's wrong with that? Yeah, what's wrong I, with Braxley? Like it is it. such Brax- a trendy, trendy name. But trendy from what? I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. made up. At one sounds. point, Bobby was trendy. Sound, but it still exists. A long time ago. People, but have you ever, uh, you ever met somebody named Braxley? No. I know, I know a Brax. Is it Braxley? I don't know. I know a Braxton. If you're making up a name, if you're making up a name, that's probably not going to roll over well. Okay. But I, I I don't mind the name Braxley for itself, but I feel like it's just trying to do something for the sake of doing something. I feel like you're making something up just to be trendy. Like, I got a cool name. Look, my kid's not named like anybody else. That's trendy. What about Theodore Braxley or Braxley Theodore? Like, the the middle name is you. That's fine, too. You could, if you, it's just the kid's going to grow up and his name is not... Like Brax does crack. Oh. What? Oh, oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> you got to think about too what it rhymes with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the bullies are going to yeah, do. Yeah, they used to Theodore, call me Booby. Teddy. Says Bobby. Booby, yeah. So I don't mind Theodore, but it's just you guys have to both be in agreement. I love Theodore. Regardless of what crazy names you're throwing out there and not, you guys both have to agree. Yeah. Or you have to agree that she just gets the, the naming rights or he just gets the naming rights. And but maybe there is, get- there's nothing agreed upon here, and that is why you cannot settle on Braxley or Theodore. You guys like Theodore? Yes. I don't, oh, no, I don't mind it. Can you imagine old. if you had a friend named Theodore? No, like, I'm not going to call you I that, call dude. him Teddy or... Te- Te- I, don't, I don't care. I don't, Theodore, Theodore's kind of a cool old person name. That's my grandpa's name. Yeah. My dad's dad is Theodore, and he married Theodosia. 
Yeah, Simon, Alvin, Theodore. <laughs> yeah. So I don't mind it. Yeah. But if you both aren't in, you can't be in. That baby's going to be born out of not being in. Or take turns. I don't know if y'all are going to have more kids right. potentially. That means one of them gets the rights. Yeah. That's what we did. We did first baby. She did first name. I did middle name. And then second baby, I did first name. She did last I name. would do that when we have kids. I would do that. But she knows that I'm going to name the kid Bobby regardless. So we don't, she doesn't agree to that. Even if it's, even if it's a girl? B-O-B-B-I. Yeah, Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Gentry. That was a girl, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Bobby Lee Gentry. Gentry. Yeah, Gentry. Bobby Brown. I get it. There's a lot of Bobbies. Well, the Bobby, Bobby Brown makeup artist. Bobby, Bobby Millie. Millie, Millie Brown. Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you both aren't agree, so you can't you can't go forward. So you have to either agree on a name or agree that one of you get to name it and the other one's going to be unhappy, but then you switch the next time. That's my advice. And don't call him Braxley. It's too trendy. Man, I like Braxley. I do too. I want to call a kid Kabob Oh. <laughs> Nobody's even named that. It'd be so cool. It'd be like, what's your kid's name? Kabob <laughs> How do you spell that? Kabob Really? Capital K? <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Amy, you've told a story a couple times about your mom. She ended up coming up to your school when you were in high school. Because you were tardy to classes? Yeah, my math class specifically when I was in 11th grade. It was on the third floor and I had trouble getting there on time. And that was humiliating for you. Yeah, I had no idea she was coming. See, the second floor is where we congregated. Everybody hung out. We talked. And then, you know, when it got close to the bell, you had to run to your classes. Well, second floor, third floor was a little hard for me to get to. And I'm on the second floor one day and I get a tap on the shoulder and I turn around and it's my mom. And I said, Mom, Mom, what are, you, what are you doing here? And she said, I'm here to walk you to math class since you can't get there on time. <laughs> and she straight up escorted me to class. And of course, I was on time and I was never late again. So that's awesome. Did your friends make fun of you? I mean, I think more so I was mortified. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a thing like, oh, I think it was more that they were like, Amy's mom had to come walk her to class. It wasn't like, ha ha, your mom had to come. So in a uh, strange turn of events, Mm-hmm. History repeats itself. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it because I decided to log in. I mean, these days you can you can log in and look at the portal. They update it. All the tardies are there. Unexcused tardy. Unexcused tardy. Unexcused. You can tardy. see all that. Mm-hmm. You see everything. And so. <laughs> Son of weird. Yeah, I talked to my daughter about <laughs> her unexcused tardies, and I started to think, well. Might be time that I show up, tap her on the shoulder, and walk her to class. I mean, it worked. Amy was never late again, she said. I was never late again. Okay. To math. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember how mortified you were, and are you happy that you had that feeling now? I mean, it's cool now that my mom cared that much, and I mean, she had a full-time job. Like She didn't have time in her day to go do that, so looking back, I think it was really cool that she... Stepped away from work. So now you can appreciate it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And what would your daughter do if you showed up to her school? I don't think she'd appreciate it as much. And I I don't even know if... She doesn't even know you're looking at her stuff. 25 years later. Sure she does. Yeah, that's... Yeah, she does. Right? You act like you were logging in. You can see anything. Yeah, <laughs> anything. stuff for the parents. Like, yeah. it's our portal. And she knows that you log in and look at her stuff? Yeah, because I've asked her, why are these unexcused? And she said, well, because this class is really far. And then, you know, Ben, her dad... He said that he actually walked it at, um, you know, back to school night or whatever. That's funny. Timing it. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to make sure how she could get to it. So he said, it is rather far. But I said, but you're saying it's possible. And he said it's possible, but it is far. What will you need to happen before you go to school? 
I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of, I don't just know. I'm go, just trying to decide. Go, do it, Amy. Don't be scared. She, yeah, she'll appreciate it later. Yeah, 25 years from now, she will love it. This is for her future. <laughs> she'll be doing her, her YouTube show and holograms with holograms, and it'll be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, guarantee you she will act like she does not know. That'd be hilarious if she's just like, I don't know who you are, lady. She runs. <laughs> Help! Right. Could you, is it a later class? I don't, I don't remember the time of day, so I'll have to look. Okay. I'll have know. to make sure because obviously. Well, we want to root you on class. to do it. Okay. I'll give you the day off to go do it. No, we're not going to do that. I mean, we should all go. No, you should say, you can't give me a day yeah, off. Lunchbox, That's what you should that. say. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> I'm going to play this song. Thank you, guys. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Janaya and Eliana, they're middle schoolers that live in Ohio, and they're walking home from school, and they see somebody stealing packages from someone's porch. They take the packages and they're putting it under another car, like stashing it, I guess, waiting for someone to pick them up. And so they're like, uh, this isn't good. They get the packages. They put them back on the porch and they leave a note for the neighbor that says, hey, somebody's try to steal your packages. Check your cameras. So the neighbor checked the cameras out. Sure enough. Yeah, somebody was doing that. And she saw the girls on camera and they're like, you know what? I'm going to find out who these girls are. I'm going to find out what school they go to. And she brought them lunch. She brought them cheeseburgers, fries, shakes, and a backpack full of goodies. That's and cool. the principal was like, this is really cool because now we can highlight these girls and show them to the whole school and maybe inspire other kids to do nice things. Yeah, maybe show the criminals. Yeah. Well, I think they took care of that part. Did they? But this is about the heroes. I said put the criminals on Facebook. Like if you write it, you go to a store and you wrote a bad check to them, they put your name back there behind it. Oh, yeah. You do that. <laughs> For a whole day in that town, if you log on to Facebook, you have to watch that video. Because okay. they can geo-target that stuff. True. Like it's a 50, it's like an ad, but it's like 15 seconds. It's a public service. They give you a criminal they're looking for in that geo-targeted area. And when you log on that day once, you have to watch the video. Yeah, that's good stuff. They can do that, huh? Yeah, yeah but th- that's not what the story's about. That's I'm going to catch the bad guy. <laughs> and then reward the good guy. Okay. All right, thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. 
if you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Riley Green. He's got a brand new album out today. We'll talk about that. But let's do some number ones. Riley Green, there was this girl. There was this girl. Drinking her hand. Riley Green, Half of Me with Thomas Rhett. Half of me wants a And from 2019, here's Riley Green and I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. I wish honky tonks didn't have no clothes in town. Now his grandpa's never died. New album, new tour, loves turkey and duck hunting. Here he is, Riley Green. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Riley Green. Hey, Riley, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Y'all doing all right? Yeah, we're doing good. Let's talk about your music for a second before we talk about your life. But this song, because okay. I'd heard different around here before, and it did not have Luke Combs on it. Am I crazy? No, you're exactly right. It was, it was uh, on my debut album. It came out in 2019. I thought I'd heard the song without Luke Combs, and now, but now it's killing it, and it's a top twenty song right now. And so you made the decision to put it out again. Was it you were only going to do it again if Luke came on, or were you going to put it out anyway? I think we were going to make it a single, uh, regardless. But it just really lined up well with being on tour with Luke, and it was kind of a shot in the dark. I just shot him a text, and man, you got any interest in being part of this song? And do you send this song in like a clip or a file, or do you send a link to a stream? Like, how do real artists do that? I'm sure real artists do it like through the proper channels and like management and all that. I just texted him the song and said, man, and he was familiar with the song and he was like, yeah, man, sounds great. So that's awesome. Uh, new album, ain't my last rodeo. It is out now. And the title track is inspired by your grandpa. So we've heard about your grandpa before. How did he inspire this song? And the, the, I mean, it's the tour name as well. My good Buford passed away in 2010 and he spent a lot of time in the hospital, uh, kind of was in rough shape for a long time. And, Amongst that, you know, going to visit him, he was, uh, he said that. He said, this ain't my last rodeo. He said that to me to kind of, I guess, put my mind at ease about losing somebody I was really close with. And it stayed with me for, you know, I guess 13 years it took me to write that song. And I just, uh, I thought that was a really positive message and, you know, a tough time. And I think it's something that I think people who's been through that with a loved one, whoever it is, can kind of relate to. Go! On the Bobby Bones Show now. Riley Green. His new album, Ain't My Last Rodeo, it is out now. 
Hey, let me ask a question non-album related. Your high school just dedicated their gym to you? You're not even dead. Wow. wow. <laughs> you know, I always thought you had to be dead to get something yeah. dedicated to you. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Man, I didn't really spend that much time in class while I was there. So it's crazy <laughs> to think that I could get anything dedicated to me. So is it but, like uh, the Riley Green court, Riley Green build? Like what, what do they actually? I think it's just a court. Maybe, yeah, just maybe just a portion of the court, I think. A portion? It's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> the three-point line is dedicated to you or what? The like, bleachers. Is your name written on the court anywhere? Yeah, it's uh, it's my little logo and Riley Green on there. It's it, pretty cool. We got to go see it the other day, and they did a little dedication. You didn't even have to I pay for it? Well, you can't go to jail now. Like, you have so much pressure on you that you did well, not. Well, not in it. that one city. I mean, I'm sure I can still. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> See what he can do wrong and still keep the court named after him? Dude, that's really yeah. cool. That is really cool. So congratulations on that. And then what about, because I'm just looking at, is this your thing to get things named after you? Because I did see also Jacksonville State where you played quarterback. Did they name something after you too? Yeah, there's a there's a Rally Green Sports Performance Center at Jacksonville State. <laughs> wow. That's the whole building. Did you, did you donate a bunch of money? We, we, we did a benefit concert there and we did a, uh, charity celebrity softball game and, and benefit the university in St. Jude. So we've I've done some stuff down there, and you know that that area is where I really cut my teeth playing shows for a long time, and I owe a lot to that. You know how I grew up there and, and what success I have now. So I try to give back in small ways, but I think the naming a building was probably more than I was expecting. That's awesome. Sure. I'm I'm super jealous. I need something named after me. This inspires me to get something named after me. I don't even care what it is. I got you. I've got a gym at my barn. Uh, Bobby Bones <laughs> Memorial Gym. I'm not dead. You can't call it Memorial Gym. I'm not dead. Okay, look. Everybody listening now, Riley Green's got a new album called Ain't My Last Rodeo. Uh, the tour going to be awesome. Ain't My Last Rodeo 2024 tour. And Tracy Lawrence is going out with you. That's awesome. How crazy is that, man? That's like the coolest thing. It's like one of my, your musical heroes is going to go out with you on the road. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I really can't even believe it. It's like he's a legend. I mean, all these hit songs, Time Marches On, Pay Me at Birmingham, Find Out Who Your Friends Are, and he's going to go out and play shows with me every night for a few months. It's That's crazy. crazy. Well, Riley, congratulations on the record. And everybody go to Riley's website, rileygreenmusic.com, and he's doing shows all the way February um, of next year all the way to June. Tons of shows up there on his big tour uh, headlining. Riley, thank you for the time, buddy. Congratulations, and we'll see you soon. Riley, appreciate y'all, man. All right, see you, buddy. The Memorial Court. Now, if I die today, yeah, it's because he said that crap. <laughs> well, but then you'll have it named after you, so... That's true, though. Yeah, it's a good that's point. That's fine. All right. Let's do it. Write your answer down. I'll play the opening guitar part to a famous song you just named the song. For example. Yeah. Do you know that one by that guitar part? What is that? Yeah. Closing, Closing time. Blue G night. Lunchbox what? Closing time. That's not right. It's the example, so you didn't you didn't miss anything. Never gonna grow but it's Barefoot Blue G9. You're going to do great in this game. You, you can do it, buddy. Come on, man. Boy. All right, we have seven of these. Ready? Yeah. Number one, go ahead. Oh, I got that. It's the opening guitar riff. One more time, please. Let me know when you're in. In. In the wind. Oh, everybody's in. All right. Uh, Amy. Chicken fried. Lunchbox. Chicken fried. Eddie? Chicken fried. Correct. And a little bit of chicken fried. Guitar part. Number two. Mm-hmm. 
In. In. Boot scoot and boogie. Amy? Boot scoot and boogie. Eddie? Boot scoot and boogie. Correct. Next up. On his fist, lunchbox looks calm and collected. I'm in for the win, man. <laughs> I think I'm in. Eddie now puts I'm his in. headphones back on and says the words. Better man. Oh, sorry, correct. <sighs> lunchbox. Die a happy man. Amy. Die a happy man. Correct. Oh my gosh! I you and Amy are in the lead. Include Amy in that then. Then we just take. Did the I take the lead? Amy, this is shocking <laughs> right now. This is shocking. Four <laughs> left. Here we go. Uh, yeah, four left. Go ahead. I'm in. Okay. Ooh, confident. I'm in. I'm in. Lunchbox. Dust on the bottle. Amy. Dust on the bottle. Eddie. Dust on the bottle. Correct. There might be a little dust on the bottle. Amy and Lunchbox are up one on Eddie. Eddie, can you see us back there? Can you see, hey, he's asking you a question. Can no, you see I'm him? I'm not back? answering that. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. Oof. See ya. Wow. Oh, did you guys just trip on a rock? I'm in. Lunchbox does not look confident. I don't have a clue. No clue. No clue. Hit it one more time. I'm in. (laughs) Give the guy one more. Lunchbox, what do you have? I'm putting down watermelon crawl. That is incorrect. I'm sorry. Was that close? No. Amy. God bless Texas. No. Okay. Eddie to tie. They tripped on a rock. I... Give me beer in my hand. Incorrect. It's what? drink in my hand. Ah! Hey, did you get hit by a boulder? Drink in my hand. Okay. Hey, Eddie. He fell in the same like rock. That rock. Yeah. My joke. Well, you said like three things. I'll let you have your time. I know, but then I thought about it. I, like, I, I didn't take your... I, he, I, I let him get his, his talk. I, 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 hey, you slept on that, oh, man. I, 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 I started to say it. Like, I was oh, like, oh, I'll just boy. do that. Eddie, you're still back Drink one. in my hand. I'm sorry, buddy. All right, here we go. Number six. I'm in. Oh, no. Amy's got it, though. She's confident. Oh, for sure? Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Uh, and also, I have not, I've talked, talked zero. You stole my joke. I waited like 20 seconds, again, man. man. Oh. When you say y'all, y'all. Nah, like, y'all are talking over the song is what y'all are doing. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. One more time for the guy. <laughs> I'm in for the win. Okay. Everybody's good. Lunchbox. Indian outlaw. Oh. <laughs> That's a pothole. You hit a pothole. <laughs> what? Choctaw and no. all. Took my joke, man. Amy. <laughs> fancy. Eddie? It's fancy. Correct. Hey, Lunch, you're no longer in the lead, man. Hey, you guys are back together. <laughs> all right, final one. Good luck, everybody. Oh. 
Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for the win. What is the... Oh, one more no. time. Is this the title of a song? No, that's just the guitar part. You know, I might... You got it, Lunch? I don't... Got it. Mm, All right. Lunchbox. <laughs> Amy, you got something? Hold on, I'm waiting for her. Right I have something. Lunchbox? Okay, Eddie was laughing because I guessed this earlier. It is Watermelon Crawl. That is incorrect. <laughs> Amy. Uh, Honky Tonk Association. Incorrect. Well, that's a good Same guess. guitar tone, though, I feel like a little bit. Eddie, if you get this, you tie and you got a sudden death with Amy. Well, the reason I laughed is because I thought it was Watermelon Crawl. You sure it's not Watermelon Crawl? Oh, that's your answer? Yeah! No, it's Pickup Man, Joe Diffie. Oh, that's oh, it, yeah. no. Do you hear that, though? my truck on fire. Hey, you guys respect your leader, your winner, Thank Amy. You. There she yeah. is. Job, you guys back there having a pothole rock fight, and Amy <laughs> runs away with it. Wow. She pulled tortoise in the hair on you guys. You, did. you guys are all chilling, having fun. Oh. Amy's just plopping forward. Hey, stay focused. Nice. Well, yes. Man. I take a joke again? My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Can I publicly ask you a personal question? Sure. We were talking on the show last week about Apple, and now you have all those, the email address, the text number, and now you have somebody else that you can put as your contact, or if you can't log in, mm -hmm. then it goes to them. Yeah. And if they check it off, then they let you in. Yeah. Cool. But I was thinking about emergency contacts in general. Mm -hmm. Now that you're no longer married who is your emergency contact like straight up yeah i don't i don't have one specifically it's still been it's, right it's your now what if she was in an emergency and he didn't he, he was like oh, and, and i don't want to help her and my sister but she but lives so far, far away yeah she's not he he's at least in close proximity to me i mean we live like a mile apart so it's helpful if i were to need something however i just if, if, he, he, if he died would he get everything no my kids do yeah, but then that means he has to give them. Have I updated that? Ooh, you gotta check on that. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But I think that he will be fine with me having him as my emergency contact until he maybe gets in another relationship. Then I'll probably need to change it because I feel like he's gonna get in one. Why don't you use my wife or me? Yeah. Why well, just have to go? Yeah, when I'm filling it out, I don't know. It's just easier. I, oh, I'm just telling I have his you number can. memorized. I got his email memorized. You don't have to put down name, number. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to call all your doctors to change that? Like every single one? I don't know. I guess I would just it probably just... update it as circumstances arise. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's on weird. a basis of whatever you're updating specifically. Exactly. Because you go in there like, oh, how you doing? He probably ignores the call. I got a divorce. Oh, oh <laughs> merge? That's an emerge? Well, I, I wonder if I'm his. I don't know. You don't know, Amy. You get this, Amy. I'm sorry. You got to let go. You got to change it. You can't wait until he gets in a relationship. You got to do it today. Yeah, do it today. All right, we're gonna move on though. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Anybody participating in Sober October? Me? No. I'm doing sober. <laughs> sober oh, every boy. day. Sober at 43 years. <laughs> I've never heard of Sober October. It I does rhyme. It. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And I know that we're pretty much halfway through the month. Kind of rhymes. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. You can hop in on Sober October what about now. Half sober. Half October. Oh, start now? No, just be half sober for the rest oh. of the half of the month. <laughs> so people are already reporting the benefits that they're seeing. They've got healthier skin. Well, yeah. They're sleeping better. Uh, they're just not as cranky. I mean, the fact that I, like, I wish I drank because it seems fun. But the fact that I have never drank, like, that's got to do physically be good. Not good for me, but not as bad as what you, like, what you guys have done to your bodies, right? 
Yeah, what are you saying? We don't look good? No, I'm just what saying you two go go hard. And the fact that I haven't, that that's good for me, right? You would yes. think, but... No, I do. I think, like, long-term-wise, yeah. like. But he works too much. That's true. So that's but, bad for but his imagine body. If I drank, but imagine my drink, too. Oof. Yeah. But I, but I also don't go in the sun that often. So that's probably why we look the same. Because you work too much, Hold on, we drink what? too much. Excuse me? Oh. We're like me? twins, man. All Wait, of what? Us. All three of us. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah, the number one thing for people really is their skin. And it's, like, just totally different. Because alcohol is a diuretic, and it makes your skin really dry. And then you have all these other issues. So if you want your skin to glow... Over October. I am very fortunate that I have A plus skin. What does that mean? Like no, it's really good. No, no blemishes. No, I don't have to wash my face. Uh, nothing. I mean, I, I, don't, know. Yeah, I don't have like? to wash my face either. It's so crazy to me that most guys don't wash their face and they don't have many. I put water on it. But that's it. Look, <laughs> if I wear makeup, I have to take it off. But I don't like have a night uh, skincare routine. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. That's wild. Yeah. Okay, I have solo hobbies that are going to boost your well-being. Like, does anybody like to do things by themselves? Everything. Golf. Oh, that didn't make the list. I mean, I like hanging out with my wife, too, but if it's not her, I don't want to do anything with anybody. Mm. And then sometimes I just don't want to do anything with anybody. Uh, PlayStation. Playing Madden. Nope. Okay. Okay, cooking. No. Walking, hiking. Volunteering with animals. Okay, this one stood out to me because (laughs) I met a guy the other day that this is like what he... Not like that. Breaking news. Amy met a dude. No, I was walking my dog at the trail, and I'm pretty sure he was. That's how a lot of movies start. 65 years old. But he asked if he could. called Sugar Daddy movie. He asked if he could pet my dog, and I said, "Yeah." And then he said, "He's like, oh, I just." He goes, "I spend much of my time volunteering at the shelters, just like." reading to dogs and cuddling with them and I was like God that's such a good thing to go do that was hey, that, line hey that guy ain't doing crap no. he's, trying to cu- he's trying to cuddle with her <laughs> okay who even says that, that I spend all weird. my time alone cuddling <laughs> okay. with dogs and reading to them yeah he's trying to get cuddling <laughs> with you that's something you can go that I think would be good for your brain like being around animals giving back doing something this is a good solo hobby mm-hmm. That's all. Okay, and the final two are knitting and journaling, which knitting I kind of want to try out. I'll pass. All right, go ahead. Uh, Reese Witherspoon was recently talking about how she feels it's important that parents really let their kids fail in order to grow. She says if you don't, you rob them of the discomfort of the experience and that opportunity, yeah, to just stretch and become who they are meant to be. I agree. You only grow through something being uncomfortable, physical, mental, emotional. Growth only happens when it's uncomfortable. Even if you grow three inches in a summer and you're a kid, that hurts. Any growth only happens through having to work and push through adversity. Yeah, Reese was talking about how when she was in fifth grade, she was suspended for being disruptive in class, but she was able to learn her lesson because her parents let her sit in her punishment and she felt uncomfortable, so therefore she went from it. And I feel like as a parent, sometimes we want to swoop in and just make it better or not have to that can deal with too, it. Though. Right. It's, I think it's a fine line. It's a fine line. I just liked it. She had this whole thing about it, and I just thought it was really good. Good advice. There you go. Thank you, Amy. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A pair of puppies were abandoned at a Michigan animal shelter after being tossed over a fence. That sucks. Mm. This is a good story because that's what this segment's all about. If I just told that story and just oh, yeah. left, that'd be Not terrible. Good. Yeah. On September 26th, the video captured individuals in a truck pulling into the Jackson County Animal Shelter's parking lot. One passenger got out and threw the puppies over the fence and drove off. And so, that's awful. 
But if they not, they didn't throw them over the fence. Maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. I'm trying to find like the spot yeah. here. At least they drove them over to the animal oh. shelter. But when the shelter discovered the puppies, they had not had food. Obviously, they weren't taking care of them. They were emaciated, and they gave them a one. They have a scale, like how it was a one out of nine. Wow. So the shelter director says, look, if you're not going to drop them off in the right way, don't drop them off because you almost killed them doing it. And so they got online. They said, hey, these puppies are struggling. People hopped in and donated to help get them right. The puppies are on their way to being rehabilitated. Uh, two of them have already been adopted. They haven't, they're not gone yet because they got to get all the way to nine before they're adopted. And so they're going to go and hopefully be happy dogs. Wow. But if it wasn't for the shelter and people stepping up in this Michigan town, you can't throw a dog over it. Like who can, who has the, who, do, who can do that? That sucks. Just set the dog by the door. Yeah. Just lay the dog by the door. It might run off. Okay, so bring cardboard, a cardboard box. There's Leave them in the box. That, yes, there's just things oh. that you can do. Golly. Thankfully, these dogs are okay. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts